Compassionate Warrior. This is a podcast about rising up and becoming a warrior, empowering women through compassion and strength. Each episode, we will be interviewing women from all walks of life and learn from their journey. Today is going to be different. We've talked about illnesses. We've talked about uh, women in general. We've talked about artists. Uh, We've had numerous guests already, but this time is going to be different. We will be discussing about health. And there's no other way to discuss about health but to have our very own uh, Lynn Rold, who's actually originally from Montreal, but currently based in Vancouver. And she is a um, osteopathic practitioner, correct? So yes. welcome to the show, Lynn. Thank How you for inviting you? me. <laughs> I'm fine. Very good. Thank you. So I, aside from osteopathic, um, osteopathy, uh, I don't know how to say it, but osteopathic practitioner and osteopathy, uh, you are also a health coach, right? Yes, yes. So there's different facets of that. So um, I was talking to you a little bit earlier. You mentioned that your journey began when you were six years old. So can you please tell me about that? Well, um, at six years old, I was uh, very interesting by the civil things, actually. I was interesting by uh, the star, so astronomy and biology and, uh, and also um, anatomy and pathology. So it's kind of weird at six years old, but um, my neighbor was a nurse and she, we spent a lot of time to her place. And then uh, I um, often go downstairs in the basement and she have those huge book of anatomy and pathology. And I, I spent hours to just turning the page and try to uh, to understand. I even remember that uh, uh, one day she have a, another book, it's the tetralogy book, which is like uh, the birth defect. And I was turning the page and I was imagining that, uh, oh my God, we can do something with birth defect. At that time, I didn't know that, uh, you know, you cannot do anything. But it was for me, it's for reaching the impossible. But uh, it's tried to, to, to find a, a way to cure them. But Anyway, so that was kind of a uh, utopian uh, situation. But anyhow, so then I, I, I was um, looking at those books and I felt so inspired. And, uh, and uh, it's like, it's, it's almost like it was kind of a second nature. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't find that was something so different than who I was. At that time, I didn't know who I was, but I feel like it was kind of uh, something that was inside of me, I would say. So you may continue. You were saying that uh, you were spending your time in your neighbor's basement, learning about these books and stuff like that. So how did you, you know, like, so your awareness has grown or your curiosity has grown by just like starting from reading one book, one after another. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. And I was not interesting. It's so funny because I was not interesting as a novel or this kind of book. It's always about, I was learning, learning about, about, you know, biology or about nature or, or the human body actually. Okay. And um, so I pursued my journey in this way, and uh, and then uh, suddenly, when I was uh, a bit older, I was also fascinated by uh, Dr. Bernard, Christian Bernard, who was mm-hmm. a, a doctor from South Africa, from Cape Town actually, who did uh, the first uh, heart transplant. So at that time, I said, "Oh, I want to become the the heart uh, thoracic surgeon," you know. So then, but later on, I figured out that. Uh, that you have to kind of open the ribcage to to uh, do that so which is like uh, I find it a bit invasive mm-hmm. <laughs> so I said no not for me so then I, I start to uh, to be more aware about the heart and uh, and then uh, but I, I was kind of going more on the emotional way so mm-hmm. I start to study uh, uh, psychology mm-hmm. 
in philosophy. And afterward, I started a degree in uh, psychosociology. Mm-hmm. So that was quite interesting, that degree, though, because it uh, showed me uh, how um, uh, to see the world uh, in, in a different way, you know, like, uh, like not necessarily what I've been taught. So, so that was quite interesting, too, with a different kind of author like uh, Joël de Rosnay or Paul Vaslavic, uh, who was uh, kind of my main mentor, I would say. And then afterward, I finish uh, that degree. I start to work in the corporate world because mm-hmm. it was kind of an intervention in groups, in organization. And uh, so I work a few years in that, in that field. And then afterward, I, I stop. I was realizing that, you know, that was not what I really want to do, even if I was helping people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I turned out to go to uh, alternative medicine, actually. Okay. So before we transition to uh, alternative medicine, um, if for someone who doesn't know about osteopathy, can you please um, share with us or teach us what is osteopathy and what it's all about? Well, osteopathy, it's, uh, it's medicine has been um, um, uh, found by Andrew Taylor Steele in 1876. Um, and uh, that doctor actually was a, was a priest and a doctor, and, uh, and he was in um, Kurtzville, Missouri, okay. in the United States. So uh, he had quite a few children and it was a time that they were kind of a, a epidemic at that time and he lost four children and he was very upset about that and for him it's like kind of not possible like how come he be a doctor and can save his own children mm-hmm. so he started to look at the the bone and how the bone has been shaped and how it works and remember we were in 1876 eh? so uh, so then he started to understand, you know, all the the, the tensegrity of the of, of the motion, and also the biomechanic, and all the attach, and and also the arteria, you know, the nourishment of uh, of all the structure in the body. So um, so basically, he developed at the beginning uh, some technique to release all the uh, biomechanic uh, motion movement, and also um, kind of free the um, the um, the articulation. So, because of the our organs and our visceral are attached to the skeleton, when mm-hmm. you move, basically you stimulate the functionality. Mm-hmm. So, stimulating the functionality free all the structure in the body, permit the blood flow to come in the structure, okay. so be nourished, and then continue to move, and then the blood the blood vein been drained, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then to detoxify. Mm-hmm. So basically, in his mind, was his motion. And then nourishment and then detoxify. Mm-hmm. He was not thinking too much at that time, you know, about the nervous system, but uh, down the road he did. And then afterward, they came uh, Sutherland, mm-hmm. William Gardner Sutherland, who was more into it, the cranium and the brain and also the cranial nerve. So, uh, so both together, they joined their work and then... Uh, they were uh, kind of treating patient that was very uh, difficult to, to treat at last, uh, the beginning of the last century. So basically doctors will send them patient and they quite feel very, very um, positive effect. So, um, so, so basically the osteopathy, that's what it is. Um, we want to create mov- movement of every structure of the 206 bone. And uh, we want also to make sure that the blood flow go nourish the structure and the blood vein be drained to detoxify and also 
um, freedom of the nervous system towards the vertebrae and the cranium. So then you have a good communication between the brain and the structure back and forth. Okay. So it's basically releasing all the blockages. Exactly. Okay. That's very good. And uh, I mean, in comparison, obviously, with, uh, with the traditional medicine, it's different, right? So here you're focusing more on the blockages and identifying what are those blockages and being able to release them. Well, Lynn, can you please uh, tell us your journey with the alternative medicine? Uh, well, after uh, working a few years in the corporate world, I found myself that was not for me at all. Mm -hmm. So, and it was always interesting by, uh, by natural medicine, medicine approach. Mm -hmm. Um, so by nature, so I was not, I was hesitating, uh, studying either, uh, uh herbs become an herbalist or, mm -hmm. um, and then, and then one day I, I, I come around homeopathy. Mm -hmm. So then I start to, uh, to study homeopathy for three years. Okay. And, uh, and then I really like that approach because it's kind of stimulating the, 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 um, the immune system and also the, the the body to heal the healness, mm -hmm. which is very interesting. It's not an easy approach, though, as uh, it's not as simple as people think. Mm -hmm. It's very, very profound. It's very, um, um, you know, um, more intellectual as approach uh, as homeopathy. You know, people will go to the pharmacy and buy some granules and then it already say, OK, you can buy this one for a day, mm -hmm. which is not the principle of, of uh, homeopathy. Okay. Samuel uh, Anman didn't and found this way. It's like he's more like a unisys. Mm -hmm. So you have to find all the, the, the symptom, which is the general symptom, the local symptom and the constitutional symptom. Okay. So you have to combine all of that. And then from the, 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 the symptom that the patient have, you have to find the right remedy. Mm -hmm. So it's not simple. It is not at and all. And then, and then after after the the, the find the right remedy, uh, afterward you have to to identify on which uh, frequency you're gonna you're gonna give, gonna give, and also how what's gonna be the potency. Mm -hmm. So it depends on the, the and also it depends also the vitality of the patient. So that's why it's so difficult to understand homeopathy, because uh, you, to be treated by by um, a doctor who do not know homeopathy. Well, that doesn't work, and uh, and basically it's 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 a research, you know, to find the right remedy. So um, so it, so I did this, and then from there I was working with midwife, mm -hmm. and um, so I was working with family and midwife and midwifery. So uh, so from that, one of midwife asked me to come and work with her. So uh, and then I become a doula. Mm -hmm. So then I had uh, I had my degree in psychosociology and then I had uh, the Mahamapati and the Madula. And then I felt like something was missing. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know my choice would be, would be at that time uh, uh, to study uh, energy medicine with Barbara and Brennan. Mm -hmm. uh, but the school was in the um, United States. It was not quite easy to, to get there. It was near Florida, actually. So, um, so then from there, some people asked me, uh, why you don't study osteopathy? And also, for me, it was at the beginning was something like uh, it was all about motion, biomechanic motion, and it's mm -hmm. not it's not what I really want, you know. So I, I was not necessarily um, against it, but you know, like uh, I find it was something more profound, but I could not explain it at that time. Okay. So then uh, uh, one day I was working with colleague, which is the were also bad, and I'm working as a homeopath in a clinic. And they would send me a patient who had a liver problem. And I could not evaluate, you know, if uh, the, the liver was blocked or not, you know. So that frustrated me. So from, from that situation, I started to study full-time uh, osteopathy. 
So uh, I have a BSc degree from UK. Mm-hmm. And um, and then this was quite a really demanding because it's kind of a, it's a huge study. It's about 6,500 hours. And then, wow. uh, yeah, it's a lot. So we learn, you know, like all, uh, the anatomy, pathology, uh, embryology, neurology, and, uh, you know, x-ray and, and also pharmacology. And then we learn all the, the, the osteopathy technique. So from there, I, I, like I said, I did that degree and then I started to work uh, with patient. And it, it went quite well, for, for sure, at the beginning, you don't really know, like you start, it's all you mm-hmm. do. But at the same time, when I was studying, it's kind of cu- curious, like uh, I felt a bit more like than the, the motion that I was doing. So, and then one of my colleagues was studying in uh, biodynamic osteopathy, mm-hmm. which I didn't know anything about that. So, uh, so after I finished my degree, I went to study biodynamic uh, osteopathy. So now I'm currently uh, studying uh, in Switzerland in biodynamic uh, osteopathy and, uh, and basically pediatric osteopathy. So, so, so we work more with children mm-hmm. there. And uh, so from there, it's like uh, and down the road, we learned so many things about, you know, like, and then afterward, I, I did a yoga master, uh, yoga, the teacher degree. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I did also uh, several, I, I did Reiki to, to try to compare, you know, mm-hmm. biodynamic osteopathy. And I went also to China to, uh, to the Qigong uh, uh, medicine, mm-hmm. Chinese medicine. So I, I, did all those things so basically when I work in Asabati right now I I kind of have a bit of a I grasp all this knowledge all together so it helped me to understand more the body and there was a English osteopath he said um, the body show what you know if you don't know the body won't show so by knowing culture philosophy uh, religion and also different kind of medicine approach helped me to to treat my patient in a, in a better way Wow, that's a very impressive portfolio right there. Just being able to understand the whole process of or how our body performs and behaves and having different background from different approaches of alternative medicine actually makes you very much well of a well-rounded um, person treating any patient. That's, that's very impressive. Oh, um, you. <laughs> you mentioned also earlier that you are a health coach. So do you mm. want to expand on that? Can you share us a little bit about what is being health coaching? Well, you remember we said at the beginning that uh, people are diffi- have diffi- difficulty to express themselves. Yes. Sometimes, you know, they, 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 they retain all the emotion inside. So the part of the health coach, it's, it's to use the kind of, um, uh, I would say, obstacle in their life and try to overcome the obstacle. By overcome the obstacle, they express themselves. Okay. So the, the health coach will, at the beginning, like work as, a, as, you know, as the obstacle they have, either at, at sickness or sometimes on emotional state. And uh, it don't, don't get me wrong, it's not psychology. And then therefore, it, it's quite technical, but at the same time, we help them to overcome that and also to make them better choice to stay healthy. So health coach is a big, it's also a big, and also I use the health coach also to educate my patient to be more um, um, efficient about their health. Mm-hmm. and make better choice and being conscious about that. With those, all of those backgrounds you've had, what kind of processes, how do you walk your patients through a process of healing? Well, first of all, we have to understand uh, something that is kind of disappearing lately uh, about how the body heal, mm-hmm. you know? And this is not magic. Uh, it's, it's a nat- natural process. So, but now uh, these days, like we're so not used to have the healing process. So, uh, pa- patient go see the doctor, and then they want to get rid of the symptom. 
Mm-hmm. But getting real, at the same time, it's not the, quite the right thing to do because you slow down the metabolism and the functionality. So, and then uh, the body cannot cope easily. Let's see if you take some product that decreases the, the kidney, for instance, or decre- decreasing the, the liver. So then the, 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 you have an effect on, on the whole body afterward. So you don't really heal, but the symptom goes away. So when you understand the way that the body heals, uh, like Hippocrates was mentioned, so uh, you you can you can start to to um, to uh, see your body in a different way by first of all respecting it, by eat the right food, and also doing some exercise and also express yourself and uh, try to find also your 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 life path you know and express it and also love is quite kind of a medicine also uh, it's been proven that some study that uh, when people are together they live longer and healthier so uh, being alone is not the right thing to do at some point I guess for some people mm-hmm. maybe some yes but uh, basically no mm-hmm. um, so um, the, 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 mentioning that osteopathy also like when like I was saying like when all the uh, the blockage are free mm-hmm. it's not just like well for sure like I say the nourishment and the detoxification is important but also it's increasing the metabolism increasing the functionality of the structure so you become healthier and healthier and younger and younger because when you come to see me I, I will I will assess the body and then I will unblock all the structure and then the body start to go to the healing process mm-hmm. because sometimes you you've been uh, injured or you have a, a sickness but the body is not quite um, uh, healed why because it will shut down because it cannot be busy all the time to to show you that that you're not healed so after treatment Often, afterward, you, you feel tired because you release all the tension first. And afterward, uh, you, the next day, you might feel sore because now the healing process kick in. Mm-hmm. So when the healing process kick in, so you have to rest. Mm-hmm. Because you, the same when you look at the animals, when they get sick, they rest. You know, they don't go to the vet, eh? all of them, especially not the wild animal. Eh? So uh, because they have the same, the same process inside of them, too. As, a, as it has healing, you know, they know what to eat instinctively and they know what to do also. So anyway, uh, so then afterward, uh, when they, um, the healing process kick in, so then the, the body rests and afterward uh, you have the regeneration process. Mm-hmm. And in more you take something outside to, to, to uh, shut down your symptoms, less you go to those process. Mm-hmm. So you don't really heal and also you don't regenerate. So that's why uh, the, the regeneration is very, very important because, you know, the cell, uh, it, there's a process of, of uh, regeneration, you know, that it, 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 this is present. It's so there. So, so then um, afterward, um, uh, when, um, when, when we all unfold of that, so then the patients become more healthier and then become more clear in their mind and then they make better choice it's they have more and create more consciousness and that's why i'm so passionate about that you know mm-hmm. it's like to to uh to, to make the better choice of their life to be express more their life and then actually uh, they doing what they meant to do when they come here mm-hmm. that's great to hear i mean it, it's very insightful how you've actually ha- explained the whole interconnection of our the blockages and where it's coming from and from your, I mean, given the fact that our lifestyle right now is too fast-paced, it's more for convenience, right? Everything is like, um, you know, instant. So we never, and we're always in constant motion. 
Uh, we never really get in touch with ourselves. We never really take the time to rest either. So that's why um, a lot of people get sick because of the, you know, the notion of not being able to connect to oneself. From your experience, what do you think are the common causes of illness that women are a lot of women or everyone is facing right now? Yeah. Well, stress is one factor. Okay. I think I think it's the number one factor, I would say. But I think that more and more people are aware of that than, than before. Because I remember, let's see, 20 years ago, we're talking about stress. Was, we just started to, to talk about mm-hmm. it. And, and just before that, they would say, oh, well, it, everything is in your mind. You're sick because it's in your mind. But now we know that the mind is so powerful. And, uh, and the mind have a direct link with the health. Right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so now we, we recognize that stress is, is, is one of the important factors. But there's, there's also a different kind of stress. We associate often stress about family chore about family responsibility and about work but there's also stress about pollution and it also stress about food lately you know so the food is not as uh, quality as before so uh, that's why people will buy more organic now than mm-hmm. uh, than, the, than the other way around so uh, but some people will say well organic are not uh, all, all the time checked but for my point of view, it's like I eat organic because I believe in in, uh, in the health of the food, you know. So the food must be healthy too, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a bit uh, silly to say that, but it's true. And um, and also like so, this is one thing. And if we're talking about the food, if you not just the vegetable, but the, also all the processed food, mm-hmm. the processed food, and then how many people are are uh, gluten intolerant or gluten, uh, you know, like uh, allergy. And uh, also uh, all the um, the uh, dairy and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the soy and then the nuts, you know. So all of this uh, create a, a body inside that it's not uh, quite um, uh, neutral. So it's more acidic. And when you're more acidic at that point, it's difficult to heal. So one of the things that I ask my patient to do is to change their diet. So it's not something fun to do for them, but, but no. they feel so bad, so bad at the beginning because they, they are shy about, you know, I'm eating this and that. And, uh, but uh, down the road, they, they do it. They, 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 they quite mm-hmm. listen, which is good. And then I can see the difference. You know, their energy is, 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 uh, is, is coming up and then uh, there's more clarity of the mind and they, they, they can work better. They can do their responsibility better. And, then, uh, and basically they have a lot of joy afterward. Because it's not easy when your body is all acidic, okay? Mm-hmm. And going back to the word acidic, where is that coming from? Is it because our, we become acidic because of the stress? Because we hold or we constrict so much? Or Well, uh, the stress is a part of it. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when you're stressed, you go on a sympathetical nervous system. Mm-hmm. And when you go on a, more on a sympathetical nervous system, but basically you don't digest as well. Okay. Got so it. then uh, if you go on the parasympathetical nervous system, then, then the process of digestive pro- system will be... Uh, efficient and then uh, and, and then at some point but it's not just rely on that it's mm-hmm. like uh, uh, the stress is one thing but also if I could add something else which is very very uh, important is the sugar mm-hmm. so as you know like, there's sugar everywhere yes and uh, and, and and sugar plus uh, the stress uh, plus a uh, blockage so then you create an acidic uh, system and how we know this acidic system is like, uh, well, sometimes we ask our patient to, to, uh, to, to verify the, the acidic, you know, in the body. Well, we do t- a bit of a test with that. Mm-hmm. Or what I do is like I refer them to a naturopathic doctor. Mm-hmm. So then uh, they can go further in that. Uh, so they can change more their, the supplement, the vitamin and all that stuff, which is I don't do. I'm not uh, um, 
uh, allowed to do that actually because uh, this is not my field. Eh? My field is only more like moving and then and, and the circulation. So okay, that's good to hear. And do you real? Do you think that there is a trends of stress-related diseases? Like you know, um, the number one thing that people talked about is um, cancer disease is originally or caused by stress most of the time. What other illnesses do you think that are related to stress that a lot of people uh, are experiencing? Well, I would say the digest system for sure. Okay, uh, and then the the heart mm-hmm. heart, heart uh, problem, um, and uh, some some patients will have uh, some uh, arthritis, also uh, rheumatoid. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, arthritis is, is coming from actually the more like uh, you know like your body is less nourished, don't so they, they start to have arthritis because of an acidic situation, mm-hmm. and then uh, you have the um, uh, the, um, the the other the other sickness, uh, some some patients will have more headaches, mm-hmm. migraine, uh, diabetes, but this is also related that the slowing down of the, of the metabolism, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, also the um, uh, the fact that they, um, they they eat sugar without knowing that that's is uh, that's is a big thing actually, and cancer is a is also a kind of um, uh, we we treat patients with cancer and we realize that uh, the cancer is coming from stress, um, uh, low food, mm-hmm. you know, bad habit. Yes. Also uh, not respecting our limit, also not expressing ourselves. And uh, sugar is quite number one, unfortunately. <laughs> we all love sugar, I know. Yes, we do. But uh, uh, sugar is uh, is very amazing because, because sugar is nourishing the... Uh, the um, the cells, the cancer cell, unfortunately. So mm-hmm. we are, I'm uh, quite a, a bit of advocate of a non-sugar <laughs> because I can see that uh, all the effect on the body. So that's why that uh, sometimes uh, I, I advise my patient not to consume sugar. Yeah, exactly. Or limit, limit yeah. your intake. Yeah. So natural medicine is a, is a very much of a holistic approach. You talked about the diet, you talk about our ways, and then you also mentioned about expressing oneself or their emotion. And this is very important because a lot of people never really express themselves or hold their emotions uh, to themselves. And how do you think those negative emotions or feelings affect us physiologically? Well, emotion can be a source of stress, mm-hmm. you know. Um, if you if you keep all inside the emotion, for sure it's causing stress, and uh, and also you develop behavior towards that, you know, and uh, and also you retain your your uh, your expression. So the expression need to be expressed. It, you cannot holding it. So if you holding it, well, it creates distress inside of the body. So uh, the expression. Each, what I see in my practice, like mm-hmm. each patient that I see, they, they have all the pathway, you know, like like the of expression, why why they here, what they're doing, and what what they they can express their talents and and their strength. So I can see that some patient who did that, who do that, sorry, they basically more happier and more healthier. So when I when I one of my question and when I see my patients, I always ask them. So what do they do as work, and do they like their work? Mm-hmm. If they don't, we we'll kind of try to help them to find a way that it could be easier for them to, to like it. So at least they don't go to work eight hours without be happy, you know. Mm-hmm. So 
So that's what we uh, we suggest our patients. This is this is a part of health in my in my concern. Yeah, so it's an overall balance between our ways, our practices, our diet, and even, you know, how we actually feel, because that's a big factor. And like what you said earlier, our mind is very powerful, right? And if we don't feel good, then it contributes or it manifests or it, it cultivates a lot of illnesses inside us. Um, you mentioned earlier to us, well, that you're currently working on a book, Health and Cancer Preventative, right? Yes. Um, do you want to talk about it a little bit more? Um uh, I can, but it's not uh, quite all, all developed right now. But basically, it's about a book how to how to live uh, in a, in a way that's going to be good for your body. Okay. So it's about mindfulness. It's mm-hmm. about also food. It's about also behavior and uh, creativity. So uh, it will be uh, kind of a recipe. Uh, like uh, we will work more on the, let's see on the liver or more on the kidneys, more on the on, on the nervous system. So mm-hmm. basically, it's 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 based food. It's based on food, mm-hmm. and uh, so those uh, behavior will help you to to prevent uh, the, uh, the the appearance of cancer. I, I'm not saying that the book, <laughs> if you follow the book, that you will. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, um, 50% of the cancer is, is, is this approach, actually. So okay. 50% you can prevent with that. So it's quite a, it's quite a few. So I, I, I was working with a patient who was, is on oncology, and it helps a lot to do this kind of approach for them mm-hmm. to heal. So we are very happy about that, actually. Would you say that um, complementary to the traditional medicine, alternative medicine also is highly encouraged to be used as a treatment for all of those cancer patients or any illnesses per se? Uh, yeah, well, you know, there's a part of osteopathy to make sure that everything is flowing, like, mm-hmm. you know, circulating in the deoxidants, which is a good, we, we need that for, uh, because we need a good immune system for mm-hmm. to fight fat cancer, right? Eh? So, so add, add that food, and then, and then mindfulness, and then exercise, and then, uh, and, and then also resting, and creativity, and expressing yourself, it's quite the... Uh, the the principle of, of the, that approach for that prevention about cancer and my book is not just about it's it prevents about cancer but it's also prevented after cancer also mm-hmm. because sometimes you know like you have to patient will go on oncology first which is i don't disagree because you know like it's 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 the way we act for now mm-hmm. uh towards cancer yes but um and and but the, the combination of both uh it's like my patient coming to see me but also could go see a, a naturopathic doctor they also go hypnotherapy and uh, in oncology so uh, we are civil practitioner to help a patient actually so it's like a different uh, facets of a specialty that treats a particular space in our body right yes but it's all intertwined exactly they're all interconnected and which is helps in in releasing all of those blockages in general Uh, without without the thing about osteopathy i would say it's what i really like about it and and that's what i'm so passionate about it's like you have emotional blockage in your body mm-hmm. and when this release uh, well then you know you you have a big huge part of uh, of the of the sickness is going you know i believe so, that. Uh, uh, so that, that that's the interest of it and then it's it's much more easier um to for the patient to do the, the right thing afterward because your, their brain are so clear mm-hmm. you know it's a bit like when you eat clean you want to eat clean yes you know and when you eat sugar you prefer to eat sugar that's true so uh so basically it, it, this this part so afterward maybe it's, it's easier for her, for them to 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 reduce the sugar i would say mm-hmm. and how long um 
you know, like how long do you think uh, one success in, in, in applying those methods that you think, um, what's the effectivity of that? Have you had patients that have gone through the, the, the formula or the recipe that you provided? And what changes or what development have you seen in their journey? Well, uh, fortunately, but uh, but I'm not, you know, I, I cannot guarantee anything about that. But fortunately, I have a, a few patients, they come to see me and then they, 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 they got healed. Mm-hmm. But it's not just me, you know, like it's uh, it's all of this, uh, those kind of approach, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, for the, what I read, for all my concerns, like basically doing a, a, the part of medicine it's quite not enough. So they need to go to those uh, other uh, aspect of the healing process. So it's not just one thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and also because, because of uh, the, um, the, you know, the, the treatment in oncology, they need also to, um, to, to detox afterward, you know? So that's the part, not my, not my work, but the work more like as a naturopathic doctor, I would say. Okay, that's good to hear. I mean, I think it, it's, it's something that we, we should be uh, talking more and more and actually having access in terms of information. Um, there's not many people actually who, uh, who promotes or encourage people to take that approach just because uh, it's not within the standards. It's still, there's, there's still a stigma or concerns for that aspect. Well, in BC, where I work, it's quite open about that. Okay, that's good to hear. Yes, yes, yes. So, so it's not, it's not uh, well, for sure, the, 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 some patients will not go there, but... You know, it's, it's difficult for me to say, but because all my patients do that anyway. So because they know about it, you know, mm-hmm. and they want to get there. They want to get uh, healthy. And we had the cancer patient who have stage one, stage one, stage two, even stage four who got cured. Wow. So That's impressive. I, I know it's quite impressive. I'm very, I'm very happy about that, actually. That's why uh, I'm so um, uh, interesting about by, by cancer. Mm-hmm. I know we can prevent it and I know we can we can do something about it. You know, it's not a dead sentence. That's good to hear. And I think that's that would give a lot of people hope or other resource rather than sticking to one pro or one method that they've all, that everyone else is accustomed to. Um, one thing that I'm interested about what you talk about with your approach is mindfulness. How important mindfulness in the process of healing? Well, um, the mindfulness it's 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 several aspects okay? mm-hmm. so you have the you have the the motion as movements we can use yoga for instance you have uh, also the creativity so you can uh, do writing every day journal every day you can also have gratitude journal also and you can also uh, have meditation mm-hmm. okay and you have walk meditation and you have also uh, other kind of kundalini yoga for instance and you have breathing uh, um, exercise also so all those combinations help you to uh to 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 get healed i would say okay that's good to hear so it's it's maintaining that overall good morale in general and out positive outlook right uh yes but also to reduce the stress to reduce basically, the stress, basically you know okay. and the stress is not just in your mind it's it's in it's all your body in, in all your body you know okay so uh uh, that's why we uh, we see more and more patients uh, who have cancer who live more longer mm-hmm. because of those approach Okay, so uh, and more and more like medicine also, you know, uh, those research, they're, they're more a, a pinpoint, you know, this type of cancer or that type of cancer. So then at some point, you know, like it's it's um, 
it's 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 not the same as before you know it's not it's not like uh chemo uh, for 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 everyone they, sometimes they they have Im, they develop immune uh strategy to fight cancer and uh, and also this more specified chemo uh, chemo mm-hmm. and uh, they're not large that before so that so they develop in a way a better way to treat cancer but also we also they, they also kind of uh, um uh, you know believe in uh, in in our approach i would say a natural approach exactly and, and if you go to uh, some some center uh, who treat cancer they, they have a few in, in bc and also uh, in in, in I, I knew a few in california in the united states um, they, they they always uh, work with all those approaches at the mm-hmm. same time yeah wow that's very uh we we're, we're becoming progressive in our all of our approaches in terms of our illnesses right exactly. which is a really good movement a really good uh progress um not only being conscious about our overall overall health, but also our mind, right? Which is a big factor in contributing to our uh, success of becoming healthy. So um, that's very insightful. Thank you very much for that. Um, I'd like to ask you, if somebody, a normal person would come to you and ask for an advice, um, how they can maintain an overall um, healthy, balanced life, what would you recommend or what would you, what advice would you give to them? Well, um, like I say, it depends of the it depends where they are at. Eh? Mm-hmm. So first of all, because uh, uh, if, um, if if the body if, when I treat them the, the first session, I, I I reach a level, okay. But the level that I'm 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 sure about it is kind of the second treatment mm-hmm. because the second treatment I know where the body can go mm-hmm. and what is the vitality of the patient, you know. So this is this is one thing, but. Uh, other than that, uh, I, I could not say to um, you know um, um, how could I say that? I can I cannot say to okay if you do this and that and that you will be fine. Mm-hmm. But for the people who did that journey, like go to see a, either a chiropractor or a, or an osteopathic practitioner or a naturopathic doctor, you know, they 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 need to be assessed first, you know, mm-hmm. because. Uh, Otherwise, uh, you, you can do anything. But if your body cannot absorb the uh, the nutrients, well, your body cannot absorb it. And I, and I find it because I work in a clinic in Vancouver. Uh, it's called Connected with, with the Functional Medicine Doctors. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they can see it. Like, I work with them because the, the patient, when even if they uh, everything is blocked, even what they do, it's, it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. But they, they realize that if, if the, the body cannot absorb the supplement or the, the, the remedy that they, that they give, that doesn't work. And would you would you say that from your experience that a lot of women actually um, are experiencing a lot of blockages and that's why they get all of those illnesses because they weren't able to express themselves? Well, I, I would say you know like it's it's not one one thing to 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 one you know like to everyone like it's not it's like, different it's totally different uh, it depends uh, your your sensitivity I would say you okay. know some patients will be more lung the heart and digestive system or uh, or or uh, muscular skeleton system you know mm-hmm. so um, um, but come back to your question um, so basically what I would say after a patient I will assess I will I will ask them to drink more water I will ask, ask them to do more exercise uh, I, will, I will ask them to to be more um, creative and also by, by writing for instance people say I'm not creative well you can write you know mm-hmm. uh, there's there's some fabulous book about writing actually and uh, also uh, I will ask them to uh, to do walk meditation and uh, meditation and some patients will say oh you know I don't know how to meditate because people think that when you meditate that you have to be in total silence in your mind which is quite not true 
some people will be maybe not agree with me but you know even when you're sleeping your brain is pretty active mm -hmm. so that's true i don't know how you can you can meditate without having any any uh you know um kind of activity in your brain mm -hmm. so so basically uh meditation is it's it's to bring you in a state on the parasympathetic nervous system mm -hmm. that's why it's so efficient So, and, and, and I asked my patient, I said, you know what, you don't need to, to follow groups. You can if you want, but basically you can also go on YouTube. There are so many uh, things that you can meditate, you know, and, uh, and, and it's not about the, the, the amount of time. You can meditate 10 minutes, you can meditate, an, an, you know, 30 minutes, an hour. There's some patients who will, will meditate two hours a day. Well, luckily they have time, but um, at the same time, you know, like uh, it's um, the, the important of it, it's sometimes it could be several times a day. Mm -hmm. a short period of time or maybe a longer time but the the body is replenished a lot when you meditate that's 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 a fantastic way of healing also and a good part of it what i like about osteopathy is like you don't need to be educated and you can be educated and you can speak any language come for every culture the treatment will all be efficient That's, that's, that's very interesting. Their, and, 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 and even like us, you know, like me, I travel in Europe to, to other culture, like, like when I go to Finland and I treat patients, which is I don't know the language. Mm -hmm. I don't need them to talk to me. I can find in the body what's going on. So I only need to know if they, they, they are injured or if they take medication. Other than that, they don't need, I will find what's going on. So, so that, that's what I like about that part. So you, um, it's, you need to uh, just move and circulate and detoxify and have a good communication with the nervous system. So that's what I find it very interesting. That is very much interesting indeed. And I think we, we will be all looking forward to that book once it's done. And you will be coming to our show once again to oh, finally you. introduce that book of yours that you're currently working on. I'm sure it's going to be great because a lot of people needed to hear this. And what's what's exactly the overall um, you know, state of oneself in achieving healthy lifestyle or healthy life? Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of those things and what are, the, you know, all the explanation about illnesses and how you can prevent uh, oneself from getting sick either. Um, knowing the fact that our theme is about being a warrior, you've seen um, you've been through a journey with, of healing yourself and other people, and you've helped a lot of people in their illnesses, too, as well. In your own definition, what is being a warrior means to you? Well, that's a good question, actually. Um... I always feel inside of my body, I would say, that I was a great defensive of, uh, of the health. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's been there for as long as I was alive, I would say. And uh, for me, it's very important to, uh, to educate people, to, uh, to, to know those things. As they are simple, they're not complicated, and everyone can do it. Everyone can move, everyone can, everyone can eat, everyone can do uh, also a meditation and, uh, and, and breathe. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I, and also uh, I want the, the people as much as possible to, be, to believe in themselves so uh, they, can, they can heal themselves. So more they can heal themselves, more they can be healthy. So then they can think clearly mm -hmm. and they can also express themselves clearly and then they can change the world one patient at a time. Wow, that's very... Uh very uh, powerful and very inspiring to us well i think that being able to hear one patient at a time is very hopeful and very very majestic gesture that everyone should envision from for one another heal them emotionally physically mentally yes. right yeah i believe also in the ripple effect a lot that's really good so we will create that positive loop 
moving back and forward. Um, so I think that uh, this is very insightful. Thank you very much. It's very interesting. I learned a lot. Um, trying to understand our body, our you know, the wholeness approach, mentally, emotionally, and I think a lot of people would like to hear more. Uh, from your journey, from your story, or just basically just from, you know, from all the things that you can teach a lot of people. I'm sure one day you'll have those seminars, you know, moving forward. Um, this is very insightful afternoon. We'll learn about your journey being a healer. We'll learn about your passion in trying to um, find ways or cures or preventative measures for any illnesses. Uh, you're in constant search for answers on how to better understand the physiology, the dynamics of oneself. And at the same time, you're this person who's like getting information and creating one master structure so that one person can fully understand uh, one's health, one's mind, and, and you know, one's happiness overall. And oneness. And oneness, basically. The whole, <laughs> the whole theme takeaway for, th- for this episode is oneness, right? Yeah. And that's achieving the overall balance of oneself to, in order for you to become healthy. Yep. So that's very interesting. So, um, so for anyone who would like to know more about uh, Lynn's um, uh, specialty or would like to be uh, seen by Elaine, uh, she actually works at different clinics. So can you please uh, tell us where are your clinics? Uh, well, I work in Vancouver uh, at Buddha Health Clinic and okay. also Connect Health Clinic and also uh, Salisbury uh, Origin Health. And um, yeah, that's the principle I work there. I work also with autistic, autistic kids and sensory kids. It's also, also one of my passion. So actually, it's more metabolism, disease, and cancer, and autistic kids. That's wow. one of my passion. That's really great. So if any one of you who would like to know more of her approaches or be intrigued by um, how she combines um, alternative medicine with, psychody- uh, with biodynamics, um, feel free to uh, drop her... Um, you know, a line. Uh, her email address is uh, it's l r r h e a u l t at gmail.com. Yes, perfect. So, uh, or if you want, you could drop us a line here at uh, the Compassionate Warrior. So the email address is the Compassionate Warrior twenty nineteen at gmail.com. So once again, thank you so much, Lynn, for your time. Thank you very much for sharing us your knowledge. Um, if there's anyone, any message that you'd like to share to everyone, what would it be? Uh, would be, well, changing the world one patient at a time. That's amazing. Once again. Once again. Perfect. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. It's been a pleasure. It's been great. And thank you for making your way to come uh, join us in this platform. And we shall look forward to that book of yours uh, in the next few months, I hope. I hope so, too. <laughs> and uh, I'll be, it will be an honor for us to be able to host you to release that book to everyone. It's something to look forward to, definitely. So once again, uh, this is The Compassionate Warrior. This is a podcast for all of you, for all of drivers, for all of women. It's all about rising up and becoming a warrior. So if you have a story, you would like to be part of our show, or if you have some important thoughts that you'd like to share to everyone, please uh, send us an email. Don't forget to like and subscribe our show. Once again, this is Alpha Gumba, The Compassionate Warrior.